I have to throw that sentence halfway through. <laughs> no. Hello and welcome back to Upstage the Podcast, your regular dose of theatre news and reviews. I am Rachel. And I'm Abby. So if you didn't listen last week, what this is going to be is just us talking about theatre, things that have happened, theatre shows that we've seen, theatre that's coming up, all kinds of theatre-based things, West End and Broadway and... Beyond. Beyond, maybe. Who knows? Who knows where this could go? So the first thing we wanted to talk about this week was the Critics Circle Awards, which just happened. So we just wanted to talk briefly about the result, just a couple of the winners. Shamefully, there's a lot of categories that I haven't seen the winners in action for. So I missed not that many. Well, I missed Network at the National. I missed Albion at the Almeida. Haven't got round to the Ferryman yet, but I'm been intending to for months. We've been meaning to get tickets, haven't we? Yeah, any moment now. And I couldn't get tickets for. Andrew Scott and Hamlet because anytime anyone good does a Hamlet they sell out really quickly immediately did you see Benedict Cumberbatch in Hamlet no did you not I got tickets when David Tennant did it but he did his back out so I saw his understudy did um, his back out is that a phrase did, did his back in did his back out does not sound right <laughs> uh, oh man it's been mm, a long day it's been a long day um <laughs> I am pleased to see that John McRae got one of the Most Promising Newcomer Awards. I think this award season and the West End, it'll be interesting to see what everybody's talking about Jamie gets when it's up against Hamilton. Um, yes. I think any other year, everybody's talking about Jamie would win pretty much everything. Mm-hmm. Best New Musical, John McRae would win Best Actor, yeah. Josie Walker would win Best Actress. I just think it would be really successful but yeah. with Hamilton there there's just obviously so much competition. competition so to see John McRae get most promising newcomer instead considering of, the number of newcomers that are in Hamilton yeah I mean and newcomers like offensively new offensively um, new yeah. you know obviously like John McRae's a, a newcomer but he did even this show in Sheffield he's done a, a few other things whereas like Jamel Westman it's like brand new he is the newest you can be mm. so I was really pleased with John McRae because I think he is an incredible actor I think his performance as Jamie is hilarious but also really engaging and heartwarming it's such a funny show isn't it it's such a funny show you saw it last week I saw it last week and it was just as great the second time the moment that John McRae's on stage he's got the whole audience just kind of rooting for him in the palm of his hand and he brings real humanity to a character and a role that could be a bit of a caricature yes but I just think it's incredible what he's done with the role of Jamie and I was really pleased to see it acknowledged here because I, I fear that you know potentially with kind of the Olivier's Hamilton being we'll there might just everything. we'll just sweep everything and he might not get he deserves up. recognition he definitely deserves recognition the it's whole show talented. deserves recognition yeah. it's but then obviously Hamilton's amazing and deserves yeah, recognition not to too. Take anything away from and Hamilton. I think it's also one of those tricky things of, of course, in kind of the theatre world, Hamilton's been around for years. Yeah. So, you know, it's yeah. it's new to London, but you kind of feel like it's had enough awards a little <laughs> bit. And mm. Jamie is is fresh. could benefit so much more from the recognition of awards. Yeah. Everybody's gonna go and see Hamilton anyway, whereas Jamie could, you know, the more people they can get through the door, the better. Yeah, I completely agree. And Hamilton did win Best Musical here, which is obviously very well deserved, but it's still nice to see Jamie getting recognition. It's also nice to see acknowledgement for Follies, which we talked about a bit last week. Yes. Best Director and Best Designer. You were talking last week about design set and stuff. What? I well, was. Yeah. I think I was, but I can talk about it right now. I this, The set was beautiful. It was sort of... Did it revolve? It revolved. It revolved. It was huge. It was in the Olivier Theatre at the National. The Olivier Room. The Olivier... Yeah, I think theatre. It was at the National. And <laughs> big, big room. A big room at the National. And it's sort of like a fan shape, so it bends around the stage. 
there's like a really good view from every seat there's no obstructions it's a really great theater and the set was huge and intricate but also quite sparse and the way that they used it because obviously it's set in a theater so they, the way they the theater kind of spilled onto the stage a little bit it's hard to explain but it looked really really cool so I'm really glad that was recognized and best director as well went to follies which is great because Dominic Cook did a really great job with that production why do I keep saying great everything is great and on a similar note while we're talking about follies it's coming back to the national later this year with the same director we don't know who's going to be casting it yet but it will be really interesting to see how that makes the production different whether they'll make any changes or whether it will be similar to what was on late last year early this year it's really exciting. I'm glad that it did so well. I'm glad that the National Theatre Live broadcast that they did also seems to have done quite well. It was a great show. Talking about other things that are coming back to London, Assassins is coming back. It's opening at the Pleasance Theatre at the end of March. We talked about Assassins last week, briefly, when briefly, we were talking yeah. about time. But we saw the production at the Chocolate Factory a couple of years ago, which was so good. It was just a brilliant production. We only really went to see it because Aaron Tveit was in it, let's be honest with ourselves. Which would have been good enough. Which was a valid reason. He was great. And Jamie Parker. Jamie Parker was, was fantastic. Also great. And Simon Lipkin. Catherine Tate was great in it. It was such a good cast. It was a really good it was a really good show. It was a great show and it was beautifully staged. Very excited that it's coming back. We don't know anything about casting yet or anything about it at all really, other than the poster is really cool and Louise Backer is directing it. Good for her. Good for her. I think the Pleasance will be an interesting space. It's a small space, kinda of like the Chocolate Factory. Yeah. Quite an intimate venue. Which Quite an intimate venue. Which is it, I think well. it suits assassins. Yeah. So I think tickets for that are available now or will be available very soon so check that out because it will be quite inexpensive I would imagine yeah it's and it's a great show and really really worth seeing yes so that's the theatre news for this week and now we're just going to talk a little bit about what other shows are coming to the West End in 2018 that we're excited to see first of which we talked a little bit about last week which is Chicago so far the only casting news that's been released is still Cuba Gooden Jr yes. so we are waiting to see who I would say two and a half leading ladies two are. and a half leading ladies um, yeah Excited to see that. Excited I've never see. seen it before. Obviously, I've never seen stage. Version. I love the film. Love the film so yeah, much. The I music think it's such is such a great film adaptation of the stage show, and so I'm really I, yeah. I've never seen it mostly because I tend to avoid shows that stunt cast people, and there always seems to be some random soap star in Chicago that you don't really want to see as Velma. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Is that harsh for me to say? No, I think that's fair. So I'm hoping that Cuba Gooding Jr., while a big name, is still you know a very serious actor. <laughs> Like yeah. he can, he can do good acting. I so can I think, imagine. I, I like to think it signals a kind of different approach they're taking. I would yeah. hope. But I can, I reckon they'll stunt cast the women as well. Mm. I tend to find that soap actors, when you see them on stage, are pretty good though. Because you're they only don't... saying this because you love Richard Fleishman. I love Richard Fleishman. He's great <laughs> in everything. But I just think, obviously, soap actors are working with subpar scripts. I love soaps. That's true. But you know, they're not working with kind of high caliber material generally and they don't have time to rehearse they're churning it out on soap so generally it's kind of maybe one rehearsal if that and then they're filming and it's it's meant to be over dramatic and stuff so I think a lot of them when they're on stage can be pretty good but if they stunt cast someone bad I will criticize them <laughs> uh, so you reserve the right to I reserve the right but um yeah I'm also just really excited to see it on stage because I've never seen it on stage I feel like I've seen countless all-male cell block tango performances for all like male? charity things. Have you not seen? No. Well, you need to YouTube that. There's one with Ryan Steele in. It's great. <laughs> it's just the sort of thing that every time there's like one of the kind of gender swap I'm, things, men well, always never, do cell block tango. I've never there's seen one with. That. 
I've one with Ben Platt, I think. Really? I've seen a lot of male versions of What Is This Feeling from Wicked. I've seen quite a few. There's definitely a Ryan Steele one, okay. which I've watched multiple times. Sure, of course you have. YouTube that, guys. YouTube that, everybody, right now. But that's the closest I've come to see it on stage. Okay. So there's that. <laughs> Speaking of stunt casting... Uh, another, <laughs> yeah, moving swiftly on. Another show I'm looking forward to this year is Strictly Borum. Mm. I haven't seen the film for this ever, but I'll get round to it. We will watch um, it before we go and see this musical. We will. But they've gone for... Kind of decent stunt casting, and that there's people that they've cast have theatre backgrounds as well. Yes. So there's Will Young is playing a role that I believe isn't in the film, but I am uh, no expert. Sure, I, I believe them. Johnny Labby, who was in EastEnders, there he is, <laughs> there he is, but was also in In the Heights before that. So he is a a stage performer and a That's trained good. dancer. Yes. So he'll be good. And then Zizi Stralin, who... My favourite Stralin. I, I don't think has been on TV. Oh, I'm sure she's been on Hobby City at some point in her career. Let's Probably. be honest with ourselves. And about five episodes of Casualty and maybe The Bill. <laughs> but, you know. But she's... No, she is a theatre actress. Yeah. And, and dancer and singer and is very good at all of those things. It was brilliant in Follies, as I said last week. I just feel like I talk about ZZ Stralin a lot more it's than like I think about ZZ Stralin in my daily life. The love. I will own it. So I'm excited to see how that will look on stage in a really theatrical, kind of spectacle sort of way. Yes. I think that the cast looks really great. There's a few cast members who were in American in Paris who are really great dancers. So I think it's going to be a really good show. Which Where- theatre is that? So that's the Piccadilly Theatre, and it's opening the end of March. Very soon. Um, very soon. So we need to get our tickets. We need to get. We need to get our tickets for that. Another thing that is opening this year at the Young Vic is Fun Home, which is really exciting. Was this on Broadway when we went to see it? But we just we couldn't afford. Yep. This was on Broadway when we went to. That's going to be every week. That's going to be a different show that was on Broadway when we were there, and we couldn't afford to go see. <laughs> yeah. So we went to see. Hedwig and the Angry Inch and Fun Home was there but we were too poor to afford two shows on Broadway so we couldn't see it but so excited because I didn't think that it would ever come over here to be honest because it's such a small sort of niche show I mean I know it's obviously been very critically acclaimed but I just didn't think there's so many shows that open on Broadway and never make it over here and I did not think Fun Home would be one of them but that's exciting I'm really excited to see it I have do you read a graphic novel? You I've read, read a, the graphic you, novel sure and absorbed book. the pictures with my eyes I'm really excited to see it on stage yes. I liked what I saw of the cast performing yes um, Ring of Keys gets stuck in my yeah. head all the time and Telephone Line so I'm really Telephone Wire the one about the telephone so yeah that should be really really Really, 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 great. really good. The last show that we're excited for this year is *The King and I* at the Palladium with Kelly O'Hara and Ken Watanabe and Ruthie Ann Miles and lots of other people who were in the Lincoln Center production of *The King and I* last year. Was it last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. And they're reviving it over here, which is again very exciting. I don't know much about *The King and I* really, other than you know the big songs. I've seen the film. But not for a while. I've also it's never seen a show at the Palladium, so that will be new and interesting. I think I've seen like a Michael McIntyre variety show there. Sure. But not a... Oh no, wait, but Cats. I have. Yeah, you saw Cats. I'm lying. I did not see Cats because I've got taste, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, clearly not if you didn't see Cats, <laughs> so I just don't know what to say about that. Cats is fun. It's got it's a character emotional. in it called the Rum Tum Tugger. And he is the best character, except in the new version, because he shouldn't be a rapper, he should be John Partridge at all times. This just makes no sense to me. Tell me you've seen, like, like the 90s recording of it. No. You've never... No, I've had no dealings with cats. No way. Nope. That was, like, the only... It's like, my parents hate musicals. Yeah. 
but we had the VHS of Cats because my mum went to see Cats. The cavity, she went to the see mystery cat. She went to see two shows when my grandma visited the UK. She went to see Evita and she went to see Cats and she loved Cats and she got this is the end of the 80s and she got the VHS for us and we used to watch the VHS all the time and I was like obsessed with the Rum Tum Tugger and then when John Partridge was on EastEnders we were like googling him as you do and we were like oh my god it's He's the Rum Tum Tugger no he was he was in the VHS Oh, he's like the old, what? but you can't because rec- he's like in like a skin tight black. The Rum Tum Tugger was like I've learned a lot of new things about you this evening. The Rum Tum Tugger w- is one of the best musical best characters, best musical cats of all time. Yes, <laughs> I could just can't believe. So you've never, have you never seen a whole? You've never seen a song from Cats. I know Memory. Well, Memory is the worst song from Cats, frankly, isn't it? Really, well, Memory's a great song. I it's saw, a great song. And I say I saw Memory. I saw Susan Boyle sing Memory oh. on Got Talent. And that's the only performance oh. of Memory I've ever seen. Oh no. Yep. No, no, no. I know I have on Mm-mm. purpose limited my exposure no. to Cats because why would I do that to myself? Why? I'm, Look, I'm, I'm not going to hurt myself. No, but it's enjoyable. They're very talented dancers. They're good performers. It's just a fun. Look, it's, it's one not... of them called Jenny Annie Dots. Yes. Right. Sometimes I just hear things like magical Mr. Mistopheles. Oh, no. Mr. Mistopheles as well. <gasps> the cavity, the mystery cat. Oh my no, god! I, I can't think. believe you've never no. seen. Once we finish this recording, I'm just going to show you the Rum Tom Tugger <laughs> on YouTube because I'm pretty sure I have it. You know, like I feel like I'm not qualified to have a theatre podcast now. Now that I, I'm not, I, I want to like you know seen. say that. It's obviously a kind of weird show, but it's just enjoyable and it's such a part of my childhood. It's the only, as far as I was aware, up to the age of about 13, that was the only musical I knew existed, <laughs> was Cats. I just Clearly. watched the VHS over and over and over again. Clearly we need to do a Cats episode, just for your... Yes. Just for your sort of... I don't know where I'm going cats with this sentence. Cats is great. Clearly we We've should do a Cats episode. We've got distracted. We've got a bit cat- distracted, but that's fine. Cats is not coming back. It did that recently. They ruined it by making the Rum Tum Tug a rap. But it was still enjoyable, and Nicole Scherzing was great. But the King and I, <laughs> I don't think they're going to put any rapping in there. They might. We don't know what's going to happen. We- it is the Palladium, after all. That's Weird true. things. I can't think happen in the Palladium. They could rap in the King and I, and it wouldn't be the strangest thing that happened. You know what? Fair. Fair. I think The King and I will be a real kind of spectacle show. Yes. I'm looking forward to see... Yeah, so it's a classic, so you know you're in safe hands. I'm looking forward to see the kind of costume and design aspect of it. I'm really looking forward to seeing Kelly O'Hara. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because I really love love Kelly O'Hara. I know voices Do you know what? I've just realised we haven't got on our list. What? Company with Patty... Like, Patty Lapone is coming to the UK. Oh my God, Patty Lapone and Rosalie Craig in company, gender-flipped company... Is going to be amazing. I'm so excited. That is... How is that not top of the How did we not... How has that come? I knew Number there was five. something obvious. Patty yes. Lapone. Patty Lapone. Who, I wouldn't say she's our favourite performer. Like, if you asked me to list, like, five people who you'd be desperate to see. Sure. She wouldn't, she wouldn't be on my list. Yeah. But the opportunity to see her... It's she's, something that you could not pass up. She is a legend. She is. Did you see her Grammys performance? I did see her it Grammys great. performance. She did the Evita arms. She's, which, you know, while I hate Evita, I can appreciate Don't And you know what? Don't, yeah, I, I like that song. Very excited. Proper Broadway legend. Company. So it's another Sondheim. It's Patti Lapone and Rosalie Craig it's, in Sondheim. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be great. So there's a lot to look forward to in 2018. A lot that we need to get tickets for. A lot that we need to get tickets for, clearly. But need to be less distracted by the Hamilton Lottery and more <laughs> proactive in actually buying tickets for other shows. Sure, yeah. Oh, we need to what? do any of the business. We need to do the Michael the Ball segment. Michael Ball. So this week's Michael Ball news is that he's performing, he's like the headline act. Headline act. A Caribbean, I think, cruise on like the Royal National 
You will not get Cure accurate disease. news. Like, you won't get news this accurate anywhere else. <laughs> you will not get Michael Ball news anywhere else. Yeah, your Michael Ball news is that he is the headline act on a musical cruise this October where you can... He's not the only one. It's like Beverly Knight, Lee, Lee Mead, Calabro. Who doesn't love Calabro? Sophie Evans. Q&A with John Arlene Jones. Phillips. A lot of people are getting a real good holiday for it's this gonna uh, be, you know, you know week what? of work. We're going to get to go on this cruise, aren't we? I've just realised we're going to be offered free tickets for doing this little promotion at the end. This is not sponsored. <laughs> Hashtag not spawn. But we'd be uh, happy to go if we get to meet Michael Ball and only if. It must be really weird to be a performer on that sort of cruise just because you can't enjoy the cruise. You can't just wander no. around. Like, imagine the people on a cruise where Michael Ball is headlining. They're going to be intense Michael They're Ball gonna fans. They're going to be harassing so, Michael Ball. So you can't just enjoy your cruise. You can't just go for a walk on no. deck. Maybe it's a VIP I've deck. I've never been to a, on a cruise. On, I don't really know what on, de- on, de- on the deck. There must the be like boat. a VIP deck. Literally, all I've got in my mind is the ferry to Calais. Titanic. You've watched Titanic. You I've know what Titanic looks like. But like, I've only ever been on a ferry. Sure. So I'm like, you know, the duty free type shop. Yes. And then the bit where everyone's feeling seasick and trying to vomit <laughs> off the side of a boat. And you know, crowds and crowds of teenagers on school trips. Mm. So if you want to be part of something like that, then get tickets. Get tickets. To um, see Michael Ball. Michael Ball. Michael Ball. Everyone's favourite. Michael Ball. Ball. Any other AOB? I've got nothing. Literally nothing. What are you watching on TV at the moment? Celebrity Big Brother. Jesus Christ. Don't. It's been really great. This is, I mean, we're going off topic in the Michael Ball section. <laughs> this is the AOB section. AOB. Um, this, if Courtney Act has not won Big Brother, if Anne Whittacombe has fucking won, I'll be furious because she is awful and horrendous and the fact that only Malika is standing up for Shane is killing me and just if only Andrew was still in there you have to cut all of this out because I've been way too emotionally invested no, we're definitely but, leaving this, um, this matters so that's, that's what I've been, what have I been watching that's not that who cares literally nothing else is important <laughs> we're fighting for equality yes. against bigots like Anne Whittacombe yes we are and that's the fight that matters that is the note we're going to end on this week Thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Vote for Shane. <laughs> Vote for Shane. It's done. It's over. It's, it's too finished. late. But think good thoughts. I hope he won. That's Thanks. us. Thanks. Bye. Bye.